Hey, it's Paul Purnell here from the RPG Empire. So I have a couple of quick announcements, really quick, hopefully. Uh, first of all, we absolutely adore you. We think you are amazing, and we really are so thankful that you listen to our podcast and that you're a part of our community. And that said, we want to invite you to our uh, Discord server where you can communicate with us, you can ask questions about the stories, you can submit your own fan art, and we can all go like, oh my god, I can't believe they made it look so cool, or whatever we say. And then also, uh, you can, you know, ask questions about running games and how that all works. So definitely hop on over there and join the community more uh, actively. We would love to have you. Um, also, the best thing you can do to support the RPG Empire, besides sending us fat stacks of cash, which we'll always accept, you know, envelopes, you can just address it right to me, um, <laughs> is uh, if you tell a friend. So 100% the best way for a podcast to grow is for people to hear about it from people they trust like you. So I know you have at least one friend. And tomorrow, I want you to go and tell them about this podcast that you're listening to right now that you love so that we can continue to grow and uh, and just really grow as a community. So that's your mission. Uh, and the final last thing to, to just request and say is if you want to support the RPG Empire with actual dollars, the best way you can do that right now is to buy our book, The Dust World RPG PBTA Quick Start Guide. It's five bucks. It's in our uh, shop on therpgempire.com. It's a super light read. It's 30 pages of fantastic layout, great art, and it teaches you everything you need to know to play a Powered by the Apocalypse game if you've never done that. Uh, maybe not everything you know. It It's brief. It's a quick start guide. But uh, it also comes with the playbooks and all the reference sheets. So we would love for you to do that and then hop in the Discord and tell us what, what you like about it, what you don't like about it. We're going to continue to uh, work on that until it's completely done. It should be around 300 pages, include a bunch of awesome manga art because we're really inspired by manga and anime. And uh, that's about it. So uh, those three things, again, were join the Discord to tell a friend, or buy the Dust World book, or do all three. We really appreciate that you listen to the podcast and that you're part of our community, and we can't wait to talk to you more in the Discord. So with all of that said, I'm going to let you get back to the show. Have a good day. Previously on Strangers in the Pines. Chad, are you, how did, why are you here? I don't know. I was riding in a helicopter, and I'm just telling you what happened. All I know is I, I saw these trees falling down, I, I hurt my legs. I couldn't check it out. So this morning I flew up to take some pictures and then I see three of these things and then suddenly I'm on the ground like freaking Star Trek or something. Well, obviously something weird is going on. Everyone just feels this massive gust of wind come down this through this kind of line of broken trees as like Dottie, you're you basically you have to grab onto onto like a tree to steady yourself. The forest just starts shaking around you. Chad. You fall to your knees as your ankles give out, and you all hear the sound of hundreds of pops and clicks. I'm Isaac, the Deep of Strangers in the Pines, an actual play roleplay podcast using Monster of the Week rules. 
inspired by things like Gravity Falls, Stranger Things, and Twin Peaks. Let's begin. Hey, there's a town called Pine Forge. You heard of it? Yeah, it's nestled in the heart of the Blackwood National Park in Northeast Oregon. <laughs> the town seems small and quaint at first, but if you know what to look for, and you look hard enough, you realize something strange is brewing under the surface and in the pines that surround the town. This story follows four unusual high school students that we marked as they try to unravel the mysteries of the strangers in the pines. Is this an earthquake? You are not sure. You've, you feel like you're, you're all thrown to your knees. You managed to hold on to your camera, but then it sort of fades away quicker as everyone has heard this like weird sound of like the pop, like almost like muffled clicking and popping. Chad, you feel this and you know that it was so much louder and so much more clear last night. Right, so is this farther away or just weaker? Roll me a sharp check. Sharp? Is that a low stake sharp or a high stake sharp? Because I got a five. You're not sure why why it's why it sounds different. It just sounds different. <laughs> and I would say, yeah, no experience on that one. That okay. unfortunately, there's but, just a profession roll or a perception roll. Yeah, basically, you're like, yeah, it's different. You're not sure why it's different, but it's different. Yep. Uh, this is that's what I heard last night, guys. That's that's what I heard. It's um, that's the thing that broke the trees. Great, great. Ouch. So, you all come to after um, the shaking of of the ground and and manage to to, to come to your feet. And um, what do you guys? How do you guys react to that? You kids are bad news. I'm out of here. Holy crap. Was that an earthquake? Oh, man. I hate earthquakes. Okay. I'm On the one hand, that kind of sounded like an earthquake. On the other hand, the way the trees are rustling makes me think maybe it's a gust storm. Now, did did it feel... It didn't feel like an earthquake, did it, to uh, Lucas? Because he would have been at least through a couple, probably. To, Lu- to Lucas, it... It doesn't. It felt like an earthquake, but it was weird because it it didn't fade away. Mm. And and it's like you know, earthquake. Lucas has been in earthquakes where they start and then they fade away. This one, he could feel it. It almost felt like it it moved. Okay. Instead of faded. This may have something to do with the construction equipment, and there's going to be something bad that happens with the construction equipment. Uh, Wait, uh, down down on the highway. You know, I could believe that, actually. I, I actually think I'm with Danny on this. This feels like, um, except fracking isn't necessarily a thing yet, but this feels like something that might have hit the hydraulic system of the trees, and that could be mechanical. What? So what? the, the um, vision wasn't of a, wasn't of a highway. It was weird. It was like all these machines around this kind of open pit of rock. Let's just oh, say that Danny that said that instead. Reservoir. Yep. All right. So we'll, this. <laughs> we'll we'll rewind it a little bit. 
Uh, does this, Chad have a pretty good idea of which direction from here, given where he was in the helicopter, uh, that the quarry would be? I'm going to say, give me a sharp check. Sure. Sharp. <laughs> Eight. So Ch Chad is, while they were talking, is quietly backing away from them because he's a bit weirded out by this group. And uh, I'm I can't making, imagine why. I, I'm making for the direction where I, I believe that the quarry is toward the edge of this this clearing of knockdown trees. So you managed. So you're starting to head, and you're starting to move away. But you're more following the the sound of the helicopter. Uh -huh. Um, and you're. You're walking, and all of a sudden, uh, you I feel step your in another hole. You feel your ankle give out as you stay. You do step in another hole, <laughs> um, but instead of it being one that's about the size of your foot, you slide down into one that could probably fit a school bus as you tumble down this path, and he goes in you guys hear him yell sinkhole. Cad? Oh, man. Where did that doofus go? I think, uh... Do I take thing going on here and... High likelihood it has something to do with Woodmore Industries. Do I take yeah, any well, damage does it? Uh, I will say you take <sighs> one damage as your ankle is just not... You're not doing well. <laughs> you are... <laughs> so, I walk up to the, um... To the edge of the hole where Chad is down at the bottom with my hands in my pockets, and I'm just like, well, looks like we found another hole full of douche. Oh, he'll hit a man when he's down. I flip him it's off. It's a perfect man. time to hit him. Don't you know anything? Chad, do you need help out of there? You okay? How, how far down am I? Uh, you're probably about, like, it's this weird sloping hole. Um, it's weird. It you, you didn't really bust through it. You didn't really fall through it as you more busted through it. And um, you're looking down. You're probably about probably about six feet down in the in this roll down this this sloping hole. And looking back, it's weird. There's a kind of U-shaped hole in the ground, uh, like a Chad-shaped hole, or <laughs> yeah, like a Chad-shaped hole. Um, but in, uh, that's what you guys see from the outside. But Chad on the inside of this hole, looking out, you can see some of the, the light streaming in and you, you get enough reference that there's this weird kind of material that's kind of formed a little bit of this coating on the... So I'm in some sort of uh, angled shaft that the walls are coated with some kind of mucus or something? Not not the walls, but just the, the entrance is coated with some kind of mucus as it looks like there's a barrier a barrier was formed to at least hide the hole ah so does it look like something dug up almost to the surface and then stopped and i fell through or um or how how big is the hole that i'm in is it like really big and round or is it just basically chad shaped oh uh, no, would you say no. this hole is made for you yeah, is this hole made for me? No, this is not a Chad, a Chad, a Chad centric hole. the The hole mm. is about big enough, a big enough to fit a com, uh, a school bus inside of it. it oh, is a no, is it a tunnel? Hole. Does it keep going down from where I am, or uh, 
Am um, I at the bottom? You see as it kind of like slopes downward and then makes a makes a right. Okay, so it's a tunnel. Yeah, it's a tunnel, but the so entrance the hole is, is just where he fell. Yeah, through, and then he can see all the way back to the entrance, so it's not that far from where we are. No, no, no. You guys are within visual distance. It's only he basically kind of slipped and rolled down. Well, this is unusual. Well, the uh, okay, so the hole that he fell through—that's the hole that was covered with mucus. Yes. So I'm gotcha. at. Yeah. So there's a the entrance to this bus-sized tunnel has this weird mucus coating like um, like a seal. And ch- there's a chad-shaped hole now in this seal of this tunnel. Okay, I've got an important question. Are there spores floating around in this hole? Uh, roll investigate a mystery. What's being concealed here? Uh, so what's being concealed here is... So there's no spores from what you can tell. Um, you kind of move in a little bit to go help Chad, whose ankle does, is b- very violently bruised. Um, okay, I'll just slide down into the hole. Yep. And so you slide down into the hole, and looking at it kind of concealed is um, just another kind of like looking around. You see another sort of fleck of that material embedded in the wall of, of this tunnel. Um, and as you kind of look oh. back, it's weird. The substance that made the seal looks almost like this brownish beeswax. A beeswax? Yeah. Interesting. And none of it's Chad's. <laughs> it's all mine. <laughs> it's all my beeswax. I found it. I think I'm the only one who went in the hole, right? Besides oh, okay. Chad. I, well, I, I don't, don't see any of this from outside. Not really. Um, so well, I pull of, off the the, uh, the the chitlin kind of armor carcass piece off the wall, um, <clears throat> and I look around. Like, there's. Do I hear any more of whatever I'm assuming is a giant beetle thing in here? Not that you can tell. Okay. Um, Chad, we we've got to get out of here, man. Here, I'll help you out. You, you and go I, right ahead. Uh, I, I'm. Uh, I grab Chad by his uh by his like clothes. Like, hey, ow, ow, And I just ow. lift him right up. Okay, Chad, I'm gonna toss you out of the hole. Are you ready? No one tosses a Chad. <laughs> but do they toss? So I roll a act under pressure to toss Chad. <laughs> yes, roll act under pressure to toss Chad. Yeah, uh, Chad's struggling, trying to prevent himself from. Being I got a tossed. seven. <laughs> so you toss him out of the hole. Uh, Chad, hold one. Uh, you land on your ankle. I'm like, I'm just like, look out, guys! Here comes Chad, and I'm like, Phoop, air Chad. And Dottie, you would have been able to see kind of the beeswax because it is like almost like three inches thick. Okay. So, um, all right. I think we should get animal control and also a pest inspector. So, I need a cat scan and also Friday needs all of those things. Or we could go to the quarry. Yeah, we could go to the quarry, or we could go down to that hole. We could do whatever. Okay. While she's talking, I jump up out of the hole. I strongly suggest you all got you all go into the hole. And uh, I'm going to take my camera bag apart, try to make sort of a makeshift 
splint and medic myself uh, to fix this injured leg. You could just use a stick. I don't think you need to take your bag apart. Well, I'm thinking it's got like a thick strap on it. I could wrap a stick. Oh, you know, I see. You know, kind of thing. So, gotcha, gotcha. yeah, basically, you basically, you have a, you, your camera bag has like the holding, carrying, holding, uh, like little strap that you can hold it by, and then the strap that you can put over your shoulder. Yeah. So you manage to grab a couple of firm, firm pieces, firm, firm sticks, stick them against your ankle, and use that leather shoulder strap to kind of wrap it around your, your leg to make an improv splint. All right. So should I roll medic to see if I can actually heal some of this harm I've got? Because I've still got two harm. Yep. Okay. Rolling medic. Medic is uh, cool, which is actually my best stat. Ah! Oh no! Oh man! Oh, can I help him out since I have a uh, good working knowledge of, um, Chat. of medical stuff? Because my mom's a nurse. Yes, absolutely. You can help him out. Um, let's see. Help out is also cool. I will also help out if need be. Yeah, I got a six. So, oh, <laughs> I got a. Okay, one. so I need to roll cool. I see. I see. I would have. Um... <laughs> I got a seven. <laughs> That's I would something. have. Um, so we're all exposing ourselves to danger. Well, yeah, you know, in in the mouth of this pit that was created by Mothra, it'll be fine. <laughs> also, oh, I, uh, boy. I level yeah. up from that mark of experience. <laughs> <laughs> yeah. So, Yay. okay, um, I'm not going to make you. The rest of you can't help out enough to to save <laughs> everyone, and I don't want everyone to just be. Laying on the ground, disabled. <laughs> oh, 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 you know, we just start tumbling to downhill. <laughs> oh, God, no. Um, as uh, Chad, you go to, uh, you grab this piece of wood, and it must have been, it must have been used as, like, some sort of mounting or something, maybe for an old, uh, an old, it's got a nail like, in it. tree stand. Yeah, it has a nail in it, and, and, and you I, slant I, and Dottie, Dottie, or not Dottie, uh, uh, um, Lucas is like, hey, let me help you. And it just like, he pushes me and then I actually jab that thing right into the side of my leg. So, <laughs> so, and as you kind of, you jab that thing into the side of your leg, you scream as you take one damage as this neck armor goes. Armor piercing, yep. Because that would, no armor, yep. Ah! Yep. As, oh, uh, and you kind of oh, stand Chad. back. Oh, I'm so sorry, Chad. Oh, I mean, just, just, just I don't like you that me, much, man. but still. Just, just get away so, from me. During help out, you can expose yourself to danger, correct? Yeah, you do. So as he kind of like jolts it and, and like screams as this nail goes into his leg, uh, he knocks Lucas in that in, in the chin with his head, and Lucas tumbles down the hole and hits his head on the ground. Oh, <laughs> ow, oh, shit, ow, guys, ow. Well, a fun time is being had by all right now. So, Danny, want to go to the quarry and just leave these guys here? I don't want to leave them here, but oh, okay. they're too busy pretending like they're like an idiot movie. <laughs> an, an idiot movie? Yes. Oops. You know you know the ones that I'm talking about. Biggs, help me, Biggs. Okay, so... Yeah, the cat, Biggs is just watching this, and he just comes down and moves next to Lucas, and it's just, you know he's going to give you shit about this later. <laughs> oh, I know it for sure. Um, Chad, uh, it's very concerning. Chad has stabbed himself in the leg and is bleeding profusely. Yeah, I, I think uh, Chad has no choice but to try to medic again, and this time he's going to 
rip open his shirt and make some bandages because I, I mean I'm now punctured up by spurting blood everywhere. Yeah. So so I, I don't think there's a limit to my doing this again if I fail. So fingers crossed because I I don't want to kill myself. <laughs> <laughs> you just keep failing medic rolls until he <laughs> dies. Okay. Oh, no. Wait, did he just fail again? <laughs> Use oh, luck, God. my dude. No. Use luck, my bro. This is what luck was made for. Oh, uh, yeah. That's terrible, yeah uh, you know what? I, I, I think I'm going to have to burn a point of luck because. If not, you're going to go put, unstable. That would put me unstable if I take a point of damage. So, so Chad, Chad uh, luckily, oh, actually gosh. reaches back and finds like a little medic pack that's like that's mm-hmm. under. Under a, a bit of brush, or you know, it's like, well, maybe you forgot that you'd packed it in your camera gear. Yeah, oh, that's it. Yeah, it just happens to be got, there. Yeah, you didn't find a red. Well, I, I freaking you burn a point of luck. That means something really crazy weird happens. Yeah, so basically, you're kind of like sc- fumbling around screaming in what used to be this uh, stand, and luckily, you managed to, to find what appears to be an old kind of um, metal case with a big red cross on it. <laughs> Well, that's you open fortunate. It. <laughs> and you open it. Surprise, then, almost, almost just surprisingly, you open it and there's fresh, clean, white cotton bandages and a big old happy, big old sticker that reads, the universe hates you. It's just like Dear a smiley Chad. face sticker. It yeah. says like one free juice at Duck Duck Juice. <laughs> but it so. expired. It expired like last week. Just <laughs> <laughs> Okay, so so Chad is able with a stroke of luck to actually get this bandage on right and heal two points of damage, which leaves me with one. So I I'm stable, but I'm still going to assume, but that my my ankle is sprained all to hell and back. So okay. I'm going to look around. Is there any kind of branches nearby I can use as sort of a crutch? Yes, I'm going to give it to you, to you. I'm not going to make you roll for for. <laughs> I'm not going to make you roll a tiny Tim check. Is, is the helicopter still circling around or has it left? Yeah. <laughs> yes. Uh, you have the, the premonition that um, disappearing teenagers is if he comes back without you, he doesn't know what to do. <laughs> okay. I'm waving the big stick around trying to get his attention. I assume there's enough space in this fallen trees clearing for it to land or get close to land. I, uh, I climb out so. of the hole while this is happening. All right, so you climb out of the hole. Just kind of quietly. Big's actually kind of like, as you're climbing out of the hole, kind of like bites your finger and like kind of like tugs on it. Okay. Uh, I stop for a second. What? What is it? This, Lucas, this ain't good. Whatever made this is not good. Yeah, look. And I show him the shell. I'm like, before the weird crap started happening and all these people came. I think it's some kind of big freaking bug. Yeah. What do we do? I mean, what are we going to do with these knuckleheads? Obviously something Um, weird is happening between all of us, but I don't really know. Like, I don't, I don't want to tell him, you know, that I'm talking to my cat. Well, uh, I, I, I'm not sure, but it's, you all got summoned here and I'm not any expert on, I'm not particularly expertised on the weird and wise of it. But normally when people get summoned to a giant place with a weird giant bog, there's a connection there. So try and just keep them together. Yeah, Um, I've got a really weird idea. You know, so how like 
if we touch somebody, we can like, you know, shape shift into them or whatever the hell. What if I try to like absorb something off of this shell or this beeswax crap and we can see what this thing looks like? Or you do it. Even better. Here, eat this. Uh, absolute. I'm not going to eat a fucking... What if it's poisonous? I mean, dude, you're like a mutant creepy cat creature. Like, I don't think poison hurts you anymore, man. What? I saw poison. you eating that rotten food the other day, man. That, if that, anything was poisonous, it was that burrito, dude. Your farts smelled so bad. You, you have no, you have no right to judge. I saw what you ate in, in Los Angeles. There's nothing you cannot judge me. You remember that? Of course, I remember it. Oh, that's cool. Um, I but mean, no, I thought after you exploded, you you wouldn't remember much. But that's pretty awesome. I guess. Don't eat it, but let's get out of here anyway. And yeah, we do not want to stay here. Um, help from Lucas, are you okay down there? I yeah, I'm just talking with my cat. Hey guys, my name is Paul Purnell, and I am the creative director of the RPG Empire. And I just wanted to take a minute to tell you kind of what's going on with us and give you a sense of who we are and how you can connect with us. You can check us out on therpgempire.com, which will take you to our Patreon. I don't need to say a lot about that. Everyone knows what Patreon is. You can learn more about other shows that we're producing on there. You can see the things that we're giving away for free. But I also want to just say, if you love this story as much as we love telling it, please leave us a review and share it. Sharing is 100% the best way to help this podcast. I would love for you to join the Patreon, but if nothing else, if you just share it, that would be amazing. So I just wanted to say thank you so much for listening and being a part of this. And we hope you join the Empire and definitely reach out to us through Instagram and Patreon. The RPG Empire, it's It's everywhere. everywhere. Now back to the show. Why are you talking to your cat? Because sometimes when I, I mean, look, shut up. Anyway. It speaks with a British slash Australian accent. Maybe New Zealand. I don't know. I've never seen anything from New Zealand. I'm not sure what's wrong with that one kid, but he knows more than he's I'm telling you, he can... He can do all kind of stuff, I'm pretty sure. Yeah. Every time I oh. hang out with him and do kickflips, I can, like, nail a flip 360. It's crazy. Uh, I mean, also, I'm kind of I was of thinking more of the now, fact but... that he, he knew exactly what I was thinking instead of you oh, doing your yeah. flip tricks on your <laughs> wheel board. Lucas, really I'm seriously kind of concerned about you. Can I do a okay. gate of mystery? Absolutely. I'm just going to grab Biggs. I'm like, Biggs. And I toss Biggs up out of the hole. You watch as, as you're like kind of like looking like Lucas or you're, and then you see a cat flying towards you and just, <laughs> na- just nail you in the head. Did somebody catch him? I hope somebody caught him. Dottie uh, caught him with her face. Oh, perfect. <laughs> Hi. <laughs> uh, well, at least it's not crossing my path and I just kind of take it from clawing off my face. Uh, it doesn't really claw. It kind of like looks and just it, it, like if Danny, if you're reading, Danny, are you still reading his mind? I was actually about to say, uh, Danny. Danny asks uh, uh, Biggs uh, if he would say, "Are you okay, kitty cat?" Um, and in his mind, he kind of like goes, "I'm fine. I'm doing. You know, I'm glad to be out of that hole." But um, and he goes, oh, "One second. And uh, kind of like t- looks up at, at Dottie and takes his paw and just kind of like boops her nose and then sticks his tongue out, trying to just give the imper- appearance that he's a regular cat. <laughs> he fails. I look at the cat very quickly. 
You have a strange cat, Lucas, and I just set it down. Yeah, so we I, I get out of the hole. What's Chad doing? Chad's been silent this whole time. I'm worried. Well, well I was just um, uh, uh, trying to signal the helicopter and get away from these weird kids that are just causing me no end of grief. Uh, so as you guys are kind of sitting there, you're trying to wave down the helicopter, you hear another rumbling again, and for a second, you're like, oh shit, no, not again. But it gets less loud and not, and doesn't have the popping as you see, uh, three kind of four-wheelers, um, roll up, and they're more like the, the kind of, like, covered ones, they're not designed for sporting events, they're definitely designed for more utility. <coughs> With, like a uh, gear? What? Do they have Woodmore yeah, like logos a deer. on them? Uh, they do have the large Woodmore logos on them. As, I will, I will hobble towards them. And you see, like f- um, about four con- four men in sort of work outfits with the hard hats and and kind of uh, work work clothes on. They move and they're like, "Hey, you kids, what are you doing out here?" Oh, you know, we're just you know we're just having a Saturday, you know, as one does, by weird pits. And you watch as one of them sees Chad and just goes fucking pale and starts like elbowing. It's like that's Chad Woodmore, and the others are like, oh shit, and like, oh, um, hello there, Mister Woodmore. Uh, oh my, oh my, and they like kind of rush over as they see your bully, the red bandages on your leg. Yeah, um, I seem to have fallen out of a helicopter and into a hole, and um. This has not been a good day for me, gentlemen. What's going on around here? There's some weird stuff happening under the ground. And I kind of gesture toward the hole that I fell in. Um, uh, may I ask what we're doing over at the uh, quarry? Something strange happening over there, perhaps? Um, Not really, Mr. Woodmore. We're, uh, I mean, we're having some tectonic activity, but that's not particularly strange. For, Do you, you know, think there'll be a tsunami warning? Never mind her. She's weird. Um, <laughs> what? No, 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 ma'am. Those are caused from uh, from underwater tectonic uh, tectonic plate shifts. Uh, uh, this is the the midland. This is the midland fault line. It's more on the western coast of the United States. If anything, uh, some of the more eastern countries, such as uh, eastern countries and states like Hawaii and maybe um, the Philippines, might have to worry about tsunami warnings. But we should be okay here. Well, I mean, I've heard that, I don't know, I was taught in school, you had to worry about that. I don't know. You guys have a radio in those buggies? Uh, Yeah, absolutely, Mr. Woodward. Um, Somebody get get on the horn and let Rockchester know that I'm fine and to go ahead and take the helicopter back to the base. And I'd like you to give uh, me and these kids here a lift over to the um, quarry, if you don't mind. Uh... And they all kind of look around, and the guy that appears to be in charge goes, Uh, sorry, Mr. Woodmore, we can't... I mean, we can't really take you to the quarry. It's not a particularly safe place for kids. Um, if you want, you're, we could always... We can drive you back to to your estate. Uh, so the quarry is not closer to the road than here? Uh, no, we only have the entrance and exit roads on it, but... It's, I mean, it's still quite a, quite a ways out of town with uh, the zoning laws for the, for Oregon. We can't, we can't really have it anywhere near, anywhere near civilian populaces. Well, that's interesting. How long have you guys been in operation over the quarry? Oh, 
And so they kind of like the others are moving over towards towards the rest of the kids and ask like motioning for you guys to come to ride on the uh, the the four wheelers. Before we leave, I want to try and like get Chad aside, um, and I'm like, "Hey, man, I know, you know, we we don't really get along. That's cool, but I did find this, and I show him like the piece of the the shell of this insect." And I think that these tunnels are full of some kind of bug, like a big ass bug, man. Chattel, 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 take the piece of shell. That's wicked cool. Well, how thick is it? Uh, it's probably about an inch thick. And Chad, you suddenly have the distinct memory. You've seen a piece of this in your grandfather's study. Interesting. All right. Um, as much as it pains me to say this. Come with me, and um, I'll have I'll have the guys drive us back to the estate. Wait, what? You want us to go back to your house? Yeah, there's some weird shit going on, and I don't think it's all you. And you may be able to help me solve it. So come on. And if you tell uh, anyone okay. at school that you guys are hanging out with me, they'll be hell to pay. Then we would all be douchebags too. Yeah, we're not going to do that. I don't think. Uh, I get to see. You're going to take me inside the Woodmore Estate, the Woodmore Estate, one of the oldest buildings in Fine Forge. Oh my God, I've died and gone to heaven. Yes, please. Okay, we that should was also weird. go to the quarry at some point in the near future before it's too late. Who cares about that? I get to see yeah. the biggest, I, best I care examples about, I of care Fine about the Forge quarry. Well, it's not always about you, Danny. Oh, you can't. Don't take this. But one. you asked. You Don't asked me who cares. You asked no, me who no, cares, it was so rhetorical. No, we're done. We're done. We'll, we're going. We'll to, check it out, okay? We're going to Woodmore Estates. You guys are making me really want to leave you behind again. <laughs> I pick up Biggs and I like lean down to him. and I'm like, "Is this okay? Is it okay if we go to? I mean, you were saying like, you know, eh? Don't make me regret my decision. Come on." <sighs> Biggs kind of like looks at you and just kind of he he just runs off. I'm jinxing. Okay, what are you uh, jinxing? Got to hold one target loses something that uh, uh, we'll find. Um, Chad Chad loses something. No, uh, it's uh, uh, Danny didn't like what you were saying, so <laughs> you got a jinx. <laughs> oh. <laughs> uh, so you watch as Chad Chad loses uh, his crutch as the log snaps underneath his arm. Yeah, my crutch just breaks and, I fall. and he falls <laughs> to the ground. <laughs> Now, now, hold on. Can I can I roll act under pressure to try and catch him before he hits the ground? Sure, you can roll act under pressure to try and catch him. I I figure I'm standing close to him and just you like, are you are of, from pulling him aside. Oh, I got a twelve. He it like snaps and he starts to fall and I just like grab him by his like jacket. It's a total. It's basically the total princess move where you now he's now in your arms. Just <laughs> oh no, <laughs> the wedding carry. <laughs> ah! I've got to like, give Chad, something the fans stop, to work with. You gotta stop going down, Chad. Um, is and I just set him down on on the four wheeler. Um, and Danny, it's strange as you right before, um, right before the snap of of his crutch, you feel this heat in your eyes. Um, it's weird, almost like um, yeah, like there's like there are heating elements in there. It's not. It doesn't hurt. It's just. Your eyes feel really warm for a second, and then you uh, the the snap of, of the branch happens, and it kind of kind of snaps you out of it. 
But yeah, you guys get loaded onto the four-wheelers and begin to head off. And you all come in front of the... Come to uh, come driving up in front of the Woodmore Estate. So the Woodmore Estate is, uh, you know, of course it's back a, a narrow lane. You go through a, a security gate and you drive up a long lane uh, lined by pine trees. And then coming into view is this huge old Tudor house uh, with turrets and a wraparound porch. Um, you know, there's a fountain in the uh, courtyard and there's like a round driveway that goes around the fountain. Um, they let us off, and I, um, you know, get out of the the uh, forerunner and um, see. Um, is is there any servants nearby? There are uh, there are some gardeners, but uh, there's some gardeners as you all pull up, and then all of a sudden you see the doors of the manor burst open as your father walks like almost running out of the building um followed by Maud and a, a few other servants as he run he run as well as Rockchester Uh-oh. yeah um i i obviously my my pant leg is torn and there's still bloody bandages and and um uh, you know everything like that and i'm like you know it's kind of makes sort of a, a half smile up, up at my father and um, and Rochester as they're coming down the steps. And I, I just look at him kind of blankly. It's like, I don't know how I fell out of the helicopter and I don't know how I survived it, but... Um, and your father just comes up to you and just like, <laughs> you're going to the hospital right now. Rochester said you passed out in the helicopter and slipped out. I'm going to, can I jump in and say, actually, it's fine, it's fine, we're all fine, I think we just need to rest, it was only a couple feet off the ground, and I'm going to use Soothe. Can I use Soothe here? Uh, yeah, you used, you actually, I want inside this house, you can't take, keep me from entering this house. He looks around and goes, oh, and he, he you watch as he kind of conducts himself, he goes, ah, oh, guess, Chad, are these friends of yours? Uh, I wouldn't call them friends, but they did save me. I, I fell into some kind of hole, uh, you know, alluding to it that I fell out of the helicopter into the hole, not stating that I fell and then fell into the hole. <laughs> but, you know, you know I mean, I'm just like kind of making say, hey, uh, I, I'm, you know, I invited them over for a drink because they did help me out. They're classmates. Oh, all right. Uh, well, thank you. Thank you all kindly for saving Chad here. Um, feel free. Mod Mod will attend you, and uh, you're all welcome to uh, Woodmore State, Chad. And we Father, will... if my if my ankle isn't better by tomorrow, I will see the hospital. But for now, I think I'm okay. I, I, I don't know what happened, but, you know, I'm feeling all right now. It might have just right. been it's been a hard week. All the the thing with the the mirror guy and and all that on my and being taken off the ski team. I'm just a little stressed. Maybe it was just nerves. Would all that right. be a, would that but, be a manipulate somebody or would that just yes? Be a, please 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 roll and manipulate someone. Yeah, yeah. So eight, you managed to help him out. Chad, you get a seven. Fine, you can. We will keep. You, you're you're gonna. Mod is going to keep an eye on you and make sure you don't have any more incidents. How about Danny reads uh, Mr. Widmore's mind? 
So, Danny, you uh, you try to read um, his mind, and you feel that heat in your eyes, and then all of a sudden, it's just your mind is just filled with static, like television static, and it just fills your like everything. All you can, your eyes see static, your ears hear static. You taste like almost like you put your tongue to a battery, and then it's gone. Do I? Uh, um... Is there a physical reaction that, that Danny has? I mean, it is. I mean, it's like basically... Have you ever, like, stood up too quickly and everything goes kind of fuzzy? Uh, every day of my life. It's exactly like that, but way, like, twice as intense. You guys... So you feel that static and you kind of pull away, kind of almost grabbing your head. Um, no one else really notices, but Danny, you look up and Mr. Woodmore is looking right at you. But it's... Just for a second before his, his attention shifts back to Chad. Yes, let's uh, feel free to go inside. Um, Chad, would you mind attending to them in the in the study? I have a meeting to get back to. Yes, Father. Um, and after they leave, uh, maybe I will call uh, Doc Brown. Uh, we won't be long. <laughs> so uh, I will lead the, 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 the kids into the house. Um, there's a long forayer uh, with, you know, like wood paneling and wainscoting and actual goddamn suits of armor along the wall. A, uh, definitely Lucas is touching those for sure. I am straight oh up gosh. in heaven. Look, yeah, I uh, could be a knight. Can I wear one of these, Chad? Come on. Come on, Chad. Yeah, I don't think you want to put those on. Um, Which is funny because Chad has definitely put on a suit of armor before. <laughs> come on, Chad. We... We could we could like joust or something later later <laughs> there, there there's we have things to look at come on and then Fine. I, meanwhile I'm just like walking around and muttering it's just like in the book okay so I lead you guys up a big wide wraparound uh, master staircase to the second floor and then up a very long narrow staircase to a huge uh, iron bound pine plank door or actually a double set of doors and I push it open. And the room is illuminated by uh, three large stained glass windows, like leaded glass with the like the diamond patterns, the light shining through. There's a big desk and there's like two wings of like library shelves filled with books and all sorts of curiosities. Um, Holy crap. You're like freaking Batman. <laughs> this was my uh, grandfather's study. And where did I see that that? Um, that other bit of scale. So, uh, yeah, cut it right there, you guys. So that that beautiful description of your your study. Uh, you remember it being on the second floor of the study, kind of near, um, kind of in in one of the back corners. And so there's basically uh, like these staircases on either side of this, um, these two like this U of books. And um, you go up there, and searching around a little bit, you do you find it, and, and it's it's weird. It was kind of almost tucked behind this book, but yeah, it's a very similar piece of shell. See, I knew I saw this earlier, so I I toss the one that was in my study to Lucas, and then I look at the book that it was behind or beside. So. Um, you look at the book, and it is um, a guide to the uh, birds of the Northwest. 
Uh, Lucas, as you catch that piece of shell, you look under the bottom, and carved into the bottom of the shell is um, the title of a book. What book? It says, 5th edition Charismatic Wayfarer. Hey, Chad, did you see that there's... I, on the bottom of this. I, I only started uh, cataloging this two days ago. I have no idea, but I will start looking, like, hobbling around the horseshoe looking for that book. Um, well, do you have the Dewey Decimal System in place in here? <laughs> no. Can I uh, roll Investigate a Mystery to try and find the book? Absolutely. Can I also jinx? Uh, I'd also like to jinx before that. Okay. Alrighty. Roll Jinx and then roll Investigate a Mystery. That book. How about the target finds something that you left for them? Yeah. Perfect. Perfect. You don't even need to roll, Lucas. Perfect. Um, so you guys are looking around trying to find this book, and Lucas, uh, you find it. And it's weird because um, it's this weird old, older leather-bound book that has that mm. kind of gold stenciling on the front of it. Okay. And you find it in this kind of one of the back corners, and it's weird because... Instead of there being, you see, there's multiple editions of it, um, going all the way to like the 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 twentieth uh, edition way for uh, charismatic wayfarer, um, but they're they're spread out in this kind of. It's it, you almost imagine if someone was trying to make it look like there wasn't a pattern, like there there's space between them, but just enough so. Uh, you could probably see the next one from where you were, but you you hmm. pull out the charismatic wayfarer. Okay, can I roll investigate a mystery to try and put together this, uh, like what the pattern is? Um, sure. Nope, I cannot. I get dust in my eye. Or they're something. books. They're <laughs> books. People put books down. You're not sure why. They're not yeah. all together, but they're all they're all over the place. Can I do an investigate a mystery? Sure. I'm like, guys, take a look at this. I found that book. Nope. What's a book? I've never heard of a book. These are all just paper, paper. They're all just tree babies. Books are tree babies. Tree babies. Oh hell yeah! <laughs> I get an experience point. Can I? Can I roll hunches? Sure. While while this is happening, I I crack open the book and I'm reading the book. So I I uh, I I like to envision the scene as basically being like Danny, Danny is just watching, you know, all of you guys kind of scramble around and looking at books and, and, you know, uh, and he just kind of closes his eyes and like lets it in whatever it is that he's about to feel. So, so basically Danny's kind of like looking around and you've counted that there are, uh, 240, uh, 240 blue books. Uh, and you like the number 240. It's a good number. It's very easily divisible. You should... two hundred Let's go to the 240th page. And so Danny kind of like walks over, and he just has this feeling. He's like, 240 is a good is a good page. Okay, I flipped to that page. So you open, you open the book, and you instantly realize this isn't a novel. It's a journal. Mm. It reads... Chadwick Woodmore the fifth at the top. Chad, your name is Chadwick? Oh my god, I'm never gonna let you live this down. What do you think Chad was short for? I thought it was his full name. 
No, who's named Shad? That's a dumb name. That's the name of like an African country or something. It's like naming your name okay. Senegal. I'm sure people are named Chad. <laughs> I once knew a kid whose name was Gerangelo, and it was literally spelled Jello, Limangelo, Lemon Jello. But that's cool. But Chad, Chad is dumb. Chad okay, is anyway. so much more dignified. You guys hear the sound of Chad's teeth grinding as he sits at his grandfather's desk. I like your name, Chad. It's fine. What's this page say? So you turn, you basically turn the page to 240 and you see a sketch of this and I'm going to send it to you. Uh, so for, for the audio medium that we're using, it's this, uh, it almost looks like an insect, but you haven't seen this type before. It, it it has these long six legs and these massive um, these massive clawed mandibles, but on its back it has like this weird almost stinger like section. Oh my gosh, guys! Look, I was right. It's a giant freaking cockroach with big ass mandibles. So there's a sketch. Is there any words around it? Any text? Uh, description? Uh, like a uh, indication of size? Is this thing like? The size of a cockroach or the size of a bus? Uh, so, um, cutting the end, so you, you guys open the journal, and, and before you, you see this picture of this uh, of a large insect, giant mandibles, long stinger, and next and under it, it is simply written burrower. And so, you, coming back, you guys are looking at this, this journal entry and reading it over, and you see next to the sketch that what appears to be in your grandfather is made. Um, you see a drawing of a human figure for size and it is massive. It looks to be the size of a bus. Lovely. And below it, it kind of, it reads nocturnal. Haven't found something that can kill it yet. And that's an entry. And then a little bit down, it says it's gone. I don't know where it went, but it's gone. That's the end of this episode. We hope you enjoyed it as much as we enjoyed making it. And I can't wait to get you the next episode. In the meantime, you can check out all of our other stuff over at the Patreon. This episode was edited by Liam McKenzie. And remember, play on.